breaking rules when necessary. Guys, this segment is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto right over there on Highway 49 South in Florence. Get over there and see them today. Whether it's a check engine light, squeaky brakes, or you need a whole rear end or transfer case replaced, they can do it all at A1 Gear and Auto. Let them diagnose your problem right the first time and then get it fixed in a timely manner, right, done right the first time. Uh, having spent 12 years in the car business, I can tell you it is absolutely nauseating uh, to send a car somewhere, get it fixed, or get what you think is fixed, and then it's not fixed, and you got to chase your tail like a like a donkey. It is a miserable experience, and you can avoid all of that at A1 Gear and Auto. Gosh forbid you get the wrong thing fixed and it leaves you on the side of the road. You're not going to have that problem over there with Justin and the team. I know I told you all a dozen times, it's where I send my family's cars. It's where I send my personal vehicle. They're going to get it done right the first time, and you can trust that that problem ain't going to leave you on the side of the road again. I ain't saying something else won't happen. But what what they did right, what they fixed the first time is going to be done right the first time. And unless it's a faulty part or something, it ain't going to leave you on the side of the road again. So check them out. That's A1 Gear and Auto right there on 49 South in Florence. They're also your rink and pinion specialist. And you know it's hunting season, so guys, make sure your four-wheel drive and all is working correct in your Jeeps and four-wheel drive trucks and all that good stuff. If you've got any kind of roaring or anything, you done upgraded wheels and tires, big wheels, big tires. You know, one other little thing, and I'll, I'll move on. <clears throat> these hubs on these factory vehicles and some of these axles, they ain't built for these big um, aftermarket wheels and tires. So um, no, no, no of a situation here recently. A friend of my son has a jacked-up truck, like 2011, 2010, 2011, Silverado, something in that time frame. And two of the hubs have broke with the bigger wheels and tires on it. And he's had to kind of upgrade them one at a time. So just FYI, let A1 Gear and Auto fix that for you before it becomes a problem. And uh, gosh, forbid what could happen if a wheel comes flying off going down the interstate. Who I don't even want to think about it. All right. Laura Loomer, and I wasn't even going to talk about this, but I just saw this. And we can make this the question of the day. As we wrap up the first hour, Laura Loomer, she's a great follow. Uh, she works for Project, or she worked for Project Veritas and some other stuff. I don't think she still works, but she's former Project Veritas. She has the Loomer Unleashed podcast. Uh, she's just really good. She's a Floridian, but she recommended this. Um, says appears to defend. All right, so let's play this video here. Where Elon Omar appears to defend Hamas. And then Laura Loomer has got a hot take that I'm pretty sure I'm going to agree with under these circumstances. Do you think it's irresponsible for a lot of members, uh, especially in the House, to call for a ceasefire considering what just happened? Well, the problem with the ceasefire is what the only there was a ceasefire. There was Hamas and Israel. By the way, this is it's also got Marco Rubio at the beginning of this video. We're, we're in a state of ceasefire until they decided to cross the border and butcher 1,600 people and take hostages. That ended the ceasefire. So I get it. They go in, they kill 1,600 people, and they run back and hide in their tunnels, and then they want it all to stop so that they have time to come out, load up their missiles, 
You know, because right now they, they load up their missiles, they're going to get hit. Load up their missiles, move the hostages to another, somewhere else, make it harder to find. Um, you know, be, get, be able to bring out supplies to all their different uh, degenerates that fight for them that are hiding in these tunnels. Of course, they'd love a ceasefire to be able to recalibrate that. So that's why they want one. But but that, I think it's irresponsible because that's something you read about in these textbooks. Uh, you know, oh, ceasefire sounds like a fancy term. In this particular case, if you're for a ceasefire, you might as well say you're for Hamas uh, because you'd be helping them. That's what they want. Hamas, Hamas, the terror group. Um, you guys have already come out solely condemning Hamas. Not, right? This is Elon Omar. Of course. Okay, yeah, yeah, of course. So, so, so the distinction with the Palestinians, a lot of Republicans are saying that there was already a ceasefire in place. Like Senator Ruby told us earlier, there was a ceasefire in place and Hamas broke it. Is that, do you think there's any truth to that? And then- is he okay? Like, truly, I mean, seriously. I, like, the, the fact that these people behave as if we are not watching the slaughter of human beings and children is insanity to me. To both sides. Yes, it just, it doesn't make any sense. What are they rooting for? Like, what are they, what are they rooting for? Did they- we, we provide all this training. The United States provides all this training and weaponry to Israel. They cannot figure out how to go after Hamas. They have to kill civilians. It's ridiculous. Thank you. All right, so she's clearly defending Hamas. And guys, I've made it clear that this is a bit above my pay grade of the things that I'm educated enough to speak on. But I can look at stuff from a 30,000-foot view and make my own opinion up about things, too. Do I want to go to war over in the desert? Hell no. Absolutely not. I do not think we should. I think you let Israel and Palestine, Hamas, whatever... You let them work this out. But now with that said, this equal and fair retaliation nonsense they keep coming up with, I think is 100% ridiculous. Hamas effed around. They don't get to decide how much they find out. Period. So Laura Loomer, on the on the heels of this, says, your oath, I'm sorry, says ban all jihadists from Congress and make it illegal to take your oath of office on the Quran. You shouldn't be allowed to take allegiance to the Quran if you're an American lawmaker. It should be illegal. Sharia law is incompatible with Western civilization. Zero tolerance. What do y'all think? What are your thoughts? Should you be disqualified for Congress if you don't take the oath on the Bible? That's a strong statement. I've never thought about it, to be honest with you. You know, I'm kind of a freedom of religion guy, whether it's my religion or not. But this is a country that um, has a little say in here, in God we trust. I'd like to hear your thoughts. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Unknown texture says, absolutely agrees. I believe I do too. You know, I hate that. I hate feeling like I'm, because I feel like I'm diving off into the culture war stuff and I'm just picking my side. But I don't, be honest with you, I don't have a side in this thing. I have my side as America. America is my side. Christianity is my side. And here's the other thing. As I try to, as I try to continue along with that and not necessarily have a hard opinion about Hamas and Israel, 
other than I think Hamas or ter- Hamas. I don't think they are terrorists, and I, I and I, I I don't know how to separate Palestine from Hamas. Frankly, the the a lot of people that I dislike, a lot of people that are always on the wrong side of history, are pulling for Hamas and Palestine. One being no other than right here in central Mississippi, Mayor Chakwe Antar Lumumba's Free the Land sister, Rukia, held a held a Free Palestine protest right in downtown Jackson uh, Friday afternoon, I believe. So much so that UMC even sent out an email to all their staff Letting them know in advance there was just going to be a little peaceful protest, a little peaceful gathering. You could tell that she wrote this for them and they put it out. Or she had some input on it anyway. Why is UMMC in bed with the Lumumba's Free Palestine rally? Oh, that's right, I know. Because these are the same people who marched their butts right out in their white coats during the BLM protest and rally in Jackson and took a knee and threw the fist up for George Floyd. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Again to the Clay Edwards show. we got about a minute to the top of the hour. Let's take a call here. Hey, brother, you got about a minute before the top of the hour. Hey, uh, Clay. When they're hollering in their their protest from uh, free Palestine from the sea from the river to the, to the sea from the river to the sea, what do you think they're saying? Push they're saying Israel world, into the ocean. Exactly that, that Israel does not have a right to exist. How on earth do you negotiate with the people who thinks that you don't have a right to exist? You don't. When they say from the river to the sea, they're speaking of genocide. I mean, that's not, there's nothing peaceful about a protest that calls for complete genocide. And furthermore, as far as our country giving humanitarian aid to the Palestinians, or let's say Hamas, Hamas is the official government, you know, condoned by the Palestinians and approved by the Palestinians. If we give humanitarian aid to the Palestinians, who do you think we're feeding? Hamas. We're feeding Hamas. Yep. We're feeding Hamas feed, uh, fighters. Hey, brother, Not- I, I got to take my break, man. Call back in the second hour if you want to. Sure, okay. Thank you, brother. All right, guys, we've got a whole other hour to go. Looks like we're just getting fired up on the Clay Edwards Show. Be back in seven minutes. Welcome back in to Central Mississippi's number one morning talk radio show, the Clay Edwards Show, live here on 103.9 FM. W-Y-A-B. By the way, guys, if you're interested in advertising and being a partner here on the number one morning talk radio show, you can reach me at clay at wyab.com. Shoot me an email, clay at wyab.com. If you can't remember that, remember my website, clayedwardshow.com. There's a contact form there. Shoot me an email like a local builder just did. Would love to have you on. Everything's not going to be a good fit, but we can sit down, we can talk, address what your needs are, what my expectations are, what your expectations are, and see if uh, you think this audience is the audience to uh, help grow your business. I believe they are. I do believe they are. Uh, Let's see here. Real quick, 
it's Stonington Farms Delivery Week. Guys, get the grass-fed difference. 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, Mississippi-grown and sourced beef from right down in Perkinston, Mississippi. Dr. Con- Dr. Stonington and Miss Katie will get you taken care of. Go to their website, stoningtonfarm.com. That's Stonington with two N's, farm.com. You can get everything from a pack of hamburger meat to a whole cow brought up. So they got you taken care of. I'll tell you real quick, they got a ground beef special this month. And y'all know I've been talking about the ground beef at nauseum since we started doing this. Uh, Allison made a chili last week with it. My God, it's the best chili I've ever had in my life. I'm not being hyperbolic. Real talk. Best chili I have ever had. So the... um. Ground beef is only going to be six ninety nine a pound this month. They'll be up here Friday, November 17th. So get your orders in by Thursday. We'll be talking about it for the next couple of days. You will be hearing a lot about Stonington Farm. I can't recommend it enough. They got ribeyes, chuck eyes, sirloin. Sirloin's fabulous, by the way. Um, They got summer sausage. Oh, man, talk about good summer sausage, grass-fed summer sausage. Mm-mm-mm. I had some of it. All right, I've told you enough. You know what you got to do. Go to the website, place your order today. All right, let's go back to Not Your Average Joe on the phone. Joe, appreciate you calling back. Oh, no problem. It was talking about, you know, giving humanitarian aid. You know, do you think that it being Hamas being the official approved government of the Palestinian people, they're the ones getting humanitarian aid, which they're an enemy to Israel. So once again, Biden is aiding and abetting the enemy. We say we're standing behind Israel. We're really fighting Israel. We're tying their hands because now Israel is like fighting an enemy who has no rules, and we're trying to apply rules, like a code of conduct to behavior of Israel, but we're not applying anything to, you know, you know Hamas. You know, yeah, there's no baseline for for war here. It's like the, they're doing whatever they want to do. They wanted to come over. They wanted to kill a bunch of bunch of innocent people. And they said, they're, you know, like their thing is, oh, they're colonizers. You know, man, I, I, I'd gone the better part of my entire life without hearing the word colonizers or Zionist. And here in the last month, I've heard colonizers and Zionists more times than I have my entire life. They because get the, those are coming from the uh, the Marxist left. Yep. So it's kind of a weird alliance, the red-green alliance of communism supporting Islam. They're the same people that say they support feminism and homosexual rights are supporting the very same people who subjugate women and throw gays off of a building. And that makes no sense you know, politically, or according to their, you know, ideological stance, but both of them are tyrannical, totalitarian, you know, forms of government. If it wasn't for double standards, they would have none. I don't understand how they can get behind the very people who want them dead, all because it's just like, just like um, Rakia Lamumba here in Jackson, just saying they march for all oppressed people. Hell, I'm oppressed in Jackson. Are you marching for me? <laughs> well, it just goes to the, the point that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And that's kind of where the left finds Islam. 
you know, they use Islam as a tool, but they also favor Islam because they hate the West and they hate Western Judeo-Christian culture and worldview. Well, you know, interesting, uh, interestingly enough, you know, just a couple months ago when Islam and Muslim, uh, Islam and Muslim, that's the same thing, right? Am I, am I, am I getting yeah. that right? Okay. Yeah. When, when Muslim folks were up in Michigan and up in Canada stomping on the rainbow flags as they were trying to shove that LGBTQ agenda on their kids in school and they were raising hell, getting ready to go to a holy war, they, the, the, the left didn't like the, they weren't on the same team with them at that moment. But here we go when they decided to, when a certain sect of those individuals have decided to start killing Israelites, then it's, oh, we're all back on the same team. We're like, they showed you a few months ago that you are not on their team. You you have picked the wrong side again. It just well, never makes any sense. On the same team, in fact, that they, they both want to destroy America. Well, there is and that. So the left likes Islam because it destroys America, and they want to be there to be, rebuild the ashes. Well, let me say a little bit about Islam, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind. During the Obama years, when Obama was doing his refugee resettlement program and filling the United States up with Muslims, especially the Midwest, you know, I didn't understand anything about Islam at that time. You know, I'd known a little bit about it, but I took a deep dive to understand, you know, its history, its founder, and, uh, you know, where it's got its roots from. I mean, I will say this. Everything that Hamas, Hezbollah, ISIS, uh, Boko Haram, Taliban, all these read from the same book. All these believe the same belief system. They all have the same worldview. All of them doing what Mohammed did. I mean, what do you think of a religion that says, and I mean, I'm being, this is dead on, that the apostate should be killed. If you're a Muslim and you you convert from being Islam, according to the tenets of Islam, you're you're worthy of an honor killing. You should die. And that includes family members. Like if you're an Islamic family, even here in America, and there's a lot of cases of that, where one of their children say, well, you know, mom and dad, I don't want to be a Muslim anymore. I want to be a Christian. Well, do you know that the parents of that child are obligated to kill their child in the name of there being apostate in the name of Islam? If their child says they want to be a Christian? If they convert from Islam, then they're worthy of an honor killing, death. The only answer to someone who leaves Islam is to be killed. That's one reason it's so harder to convert it. Muslims in their own country is because they know if their fellow townspeople or whatever find out, they're going to be killed. They'll be ratted out by their own family and sometimes killed by their own family. I mean, what kind of peaceful religion does that? Well, I, but I thought I've been led to believe that Christianity, Christianity is the religion of extremism. Because Christianity is the enemy of, of communism. Absolutely, brother. Joe, great call as always, man. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate yeah, no you calling. Appreciate you calling back and have a little more time to, to flesh that out. Always great. Well, I mean, I would highly recommend anybody start taking a deep dive. If, if Islam is going to be such a component to our, you know, the things that are going on right now, like I did, you know, during the Obama years, I mean, the only way to understand is to understand your enemy, understand who they come from, understand, you know, who 
Mohammed was, his second wife was nine years old when he consummated the marriage. That's the reason Muslims believe it's okay to rape little girls as age of nine and marry girls as age of nine. Hey, you know, Joe, Sean texted in a second ago and while, while we were talking, and he says uh, the right was actually on Islam's side a few months ago. And I, and I was. I was on their side with this keeping the LGBTQ stuff out of schools. So it's very interesting how things can pivot from the from who from the enemy of my enemy is my friend to being back to my enemy when you side with the wrong people. We we, we live in a very complex complex situation that the left has put us in here, where we we may agree on their point of view against uh, you know the LGBT stuff. But Islam will never be our friend. No, uh, they will never be our friend. I mean, there are, you know, they're they're a cult. You know, if you think of like David Koresh or or any you know a cult where you know have some supreme leader who says, "Well, I don't, I'm the only one who hears from God, and and what you know, what God tells me is goes." You know, like for example, one of the things that Muhammad did, you know, he told his his followers that you could have up to four wives. Well, at some point, he wanted to have a fifth wife, and his followers said, wait a minute, you're not supposed to have a fifth wife. Well, he said, well, let me go talk to the uh, to God. You know, So he comes back, and he said, yeah, the angel Gabriel said I could have more since I'm the leader. You know, <laughs> that's the way Islam works. Mohammed was the leader of a death cult. You know, in other words, if you're not part of our group, we can enslave, kill, murder, rape the infidel because they're not a member of our team. That is Islam in a in a nutshell. Frankly, that's leftism in America too. Well, leftism is you know they want to destroy. They're both totalitarian systems of government, but Islam goes further than communism. There's three legs to the communist stool. You know, you've got the religious one, of course. We talk about the belief systems, but there's political, and then there's military. That's where jihad comes in. Islam is propped by those three legs, and one leg cannot stand without the other. Uh, what religion does is it reinforces the belief system in the hearts of people. You know, like communism enforces its belief system through uh, intimidation and fear. You know, Islam enforces it through not only belief of the heart, but through intimidation and fear and military, you know, conquest. You know, one of the things that are so left out in American history that we're so ignorant of, you know, they teach about the Crusades all day long in school, and I'm not sure if they do or not still, but one of the things that was left out even when I was in school is why is the Muslim world the Muslim world? How on earth did, you know, we think the Muslim world appeared, you know, from 700 A.D. to 800 A.D., within 120 years after Muhammad's death, they conquered all of the Middle Eastern world, North Africa to Morocco, and even into Spain within like 120 years after Muhammad's death. And it was through the sword. It was completely through the sword. You know, when when your Islam conquered your country, as a non-believer, you had four options. Die, convert, become a demi, you know, or uh, become Muslim. If you were a Muslim, 
and Islam conquers and you decide that you don't want to be a Muslim is die, you know, become a slave or uh, stay a Muslim, I guess you'd say. All right, brother. Great call. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Talk to you later. Mm-hmm. Man, I always learn so much about this stuff when he calls in. I'm very widely interested in it. I don't know if I'm interested enough to read a book about it myself, but getting the Cliff Notes version from a guy as educated as him sure makes doing what I do easy. I'll read a few of your texts real quick, and we'll take a break, and we'll come back and kind of reset a little bit. Let's see here. Sean says, thanks, Joe. I now feel dumber, and I'm going to ask my dad why he hasn't killed me yet. <laughs> you should. You should be very glad. You should be very glad that your dad has not killed you yet, Sean. Let's see here. But he's referring to the extreme, the extremist side of that, and there's an extreme side to everything. But it seems to be a lot more of an extreme side to Islam. So, but caller, stay on hold. We're going to take a break real quick. We will be right back. We've got a ton of text to read. And don't forget, coming up at 9 o'clock, Americans for Prosperity, their second show. They're here on Tuesdays from 9 to 10. You guys will enjoy what they're doing. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends at Watchman Security Services, located right there in Pearl, Mississippi, but operating servicing statewide here in Mississippi, all of your home and business security system needs. They got you covered with just a basic home security system, business security system, or you need a full-blown 100 cameras indoors, 100 cameras outdoors, gated security gate, uh, remote gate with cameras. They can do it all. They can convert your home or business into a smart home. Uh, with thermostats and IQ panels and all that stuff. They can do it all there. Closed caption television, the whole nine yards at Watchman Security Services. I can give you a million reasons why you need a security system or camera system at your home. They can do as little as a as a uh, doorbell camera to a full-blown multi-camera office building type system. I mean, they got you covered. Watchman Security Services Eric and Nathan been in it since 1977. So if they know one thing, they know security systems in central Mississippi. Check them out online, watchmansecure.com. That's watchmansecure.com. And I always hate to go to the worst case scenario, but God forbid somebody broke in your home and you had to defend you or your family. Uh, depending on where you're at, depending on how overzealous that DA may be, you may have to prove that your life was truly in danger and a home security camera system would be a great way to do that. We ain't talking about just no run-of-the-mill uh, cameras off a discount website here either. We're talking about good, high-quality stuff that could be the difference in a jury knowing what happened or having to guess what happened. Watchman, Watchmansecure.com. And, uh, they do free estimates, by the way. So if you want to get them to come out and look around, put a plan together, they're not going to charge you to do that. So a shout out to those guys. Great people, man. Oh, let's see here. Guys, uh, somebody was calling and uh, at the, before we went to break there. Call back if you want to go on the air. 601-879-0002 is the phone line. 
Well, I didn't really plan on stepping in on this landmine, per se, talking about Hamas and, and Israel, but sometimes when content lands in your lap, you, you roll with it. You go with the hot hand. I see now that I forgot about this. There's a day of a day of solidarity. There's a big march in Washington, D.C. right now in support of Israel. I'm going to say something here, and I do not want this to be taken out of context by no stretch of the imagination. With all this going on in this country with the crazy leftist supporting Hamas, guys, you are putting your life in your own hands having a pro-Israel march in Washington, D.C. Now, I'm all for standing up and fighting for your right and doing your thing and doing what you do. I support it 100%. But you are dealing with a lot of leftist nut jobs that think they got a bunch of virgins waiting on the other side of blowing themselves up. So don't be surprised if something happens at this event today. I'm just saying I hope nothing happens. I hope I sound like uh, a conspiracy theorist nut job. I can live with that. I, I can live with that. That'll be great. All right, let's go to some of your text messages here on the Guns and Gear text line. I really appreciate the engagement today, guys. Y'all are on top of it. Let's see here. Uh, Job says, well, that's an old text. Sorry. Um, Let's see here. John says, you are not allowed to take office if you don't swear allegiance to America. Uh, got John. Got the a marker for John Anthony Winston here. Let's see here. Sean actually sent a great point about the about the taking the oath, the oath stuff. It says the Constitution. Well, Sean says it would probably end up being a First Amendment issue there, as far as not allowing not allowing um jihadist to be, or I guess I'm jihadist Muslims. To serve in Congress, you have a First Amendment issue there. And he also says you don't swear on a Bible in court anymore either. The Constitution is very clear on taking the oath of office. Article 6, Clause 3, details that members of state legislatures, executives, and judicial officers are bound by oath or affirmation to support the Constitution. It continues, no religious test shall ever be required as a qualification for any office or public trust under the United States. So let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Oh, uh, okay, you guys got me in. How you doing? Hey, good. Yeah, no, just an old list, just adding a different perspective to things, you know. Uh, yeah. Because I was listening to the conversation, they was talking about how, uh, what was the word, radical, that the Muslim culture is. And, you know, just want to shine a light on that at one time, the Christian culture was the same thing. Because if you didn't, like, uh, if you ever, even now, the word blasphemy, if you speak against it, that means you're you're outcast. Sometimes it even says you deserve death. Um, it, it believes stoning children if they disobey their parents to kill your wife if she cheats on you or, you know, commits adultery. It's a lot of radical things, even when it came down to the the dark past of the slavery thing. It also, it was like if the slaves did not convert over, they weren't able to have some of the, even the bare minimum things. 
even were killed. Even the so-called Indian, what we call the Indian today. It was the same thing when you look into the dark culture of it. So Christianity was kind of tough, too. Even when you look like something uh, like witches. When somebody believed that you was a witch, even if you was using astrology or medicine, you were killed in that culture. You know, but don't you think, and I'm not saying that didn't happen, and I know mm-hmm. I'm very, especially with the, the Salem witch trials and all that stuff, but don't you also feel like the, that we've left that in the past, that here in a modern world, that there's really no no place for extremism for Christianity or Muslim? Well, I don't believe, I don't believe it's a, a place for it at all. Because, like, I believe it, I believe it personally that this world we should be having, look at the big picture, that we're all human, that we are humane, no matter where we come from, no matter what we call our God, you no know, by name, you know, whether it's Allah or Jehovah or Jesus or, you know, something in the Hebrew nature, uh, Yah, Jehovah, you know, it's, it's a lot of names that we use, but we are talking about the supreme being, correct? Yes. So if we're looking at the Supreme Being, no matter the dialect, we should not be mad about it because we still all believe that killing is wrong. We should. You know what I mean? But like you said, certain stories, when you look into the, the Bible, think about those stories of war when they told you to go kill everything, man, woman, and child, even the animals. Kill everything. So Christianity is quite radical. You know, we, I mean, when they go to war, they kill everybody. <laughs> You're like, like, whoa. So sometimes we should go back and read our book that we believe in and see that sometimes maybe, just maybe, the reason we believe some such radical things, like killing people when they do what we call wrong, you know, maybe that's the problem because we've been programmed in something that we didn't expect. But not saying that it's totally wrong, but I'm just saying, yeah, that, if he told you to kill a child, you'd be like, what did he do? Yeah, that, that, old, that old Testament's tough. Yeah, you know me, and even you know, even in the new, you know me. Sometimes when you know, we believe in killing (laughs) if you do something wrong. Because I heard you say, like, what if somebody comes to your house and and you know try to break into your home? What do you do? And under condition, we be like, hey, no. If we say killing is wrong, we say it's wrong. But when somebody doing certain things, we be like, okay, he deserves a killing. He no break into your home. He threatening your family, your children, your wife, yourself still something that you care for that you value anything uh, the excuse you know yeah so, uh, sometimes it, it, all we need is that excuse to kill it's it it, it it can be a conflict for sure right and especially when like when we're what we call our nation the um um what is that word oh uh, we we that we are communist nation we 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 like the capitalist society we like to capitalize and if we can make money off of it we're okay at if we can make money off a of war, we're okay it. Because we know we can make something off of it and hey, understand we okay it. Hey, let me ask you a question. Because uh, sure. we seem to have you know different but opposing but similar views on some things here. What do you think we should do? I, I, want, I want somebody outside of my outside of my circle's thought on this. What do you think about us intervening in these foreign wars, like with us getting in the middle of Israel and Palestine or Israel and Hamas? Do you think we should leave the, let them? up to their own devices, or is that something we should intervene in? How do you feel about foreign intervention? I, personally, because I'm like, if we're involved in it, I believe we're, we have an, a hidden agenda. Because that war, according to a lot of history, that's been going on for a long time. And if they haven't, you know what I mean? I'm not saying if they haven't completely 
killed each other. You know, everything wars, even from the people to animals. So, but if those people been having that war for a long time, what's it to the United States? Besides, you know, we having what we call an alliance. But just to fund our military industrial complex, and that ain't a damn good reason to go to war. Right, because we got got some reason that we're over there. And I believe we let them people get blew up all that time just for them to beg for our help. And once we get over there, it's trouble. Now, I'm using this analogy, okay? Mm. Um, And I hope I'm not taking up too much time. You're good. You're good. Good call. Okay. um, It's the same as, like, um, if you got somebody broke into your home, right? And you go home and you try to get them out, and they they wearing your tail out. They putting they putting it on you, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you can't get them out, right? And okay, so you call another guy. You say, man, I need your help. Somebody, this guy, I'm trying to fight him. I can't get him out of my home. Please come help me. You're desperate at this point, right? Yes. So now, when this guy comes over, he puts it on him. Boop, 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 boop. He get him out your home. Now, you have a bigger problem than you started out with. Because if I see something, if I'm the person, and I'm a rotten person, the one that came and put it on the guy to get him out your home, and I say, wow, it's some nice stuff here. I might want to have this for myself. You had a bigger problem now than you had initially. So I look at it just the same. If they're going over there to war, and we come in, and our country comes and beat these people up, who, how, how are they going to get us out of there? Well, so let the, the lesson in your analogy is be careful who you call because they may decide to take what the other was there to take too. Right, because they, ha- they, they, they have a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of scary, but we can't act like we don't do it. No, no, we, we do it. In, in, in my opinion, it's either it's one or two things. It's either we got to fund this war machine or we or we're – Looking for oil that apparently we don't we don't, we don't want to <laughs> use. The I, truth. That's why I like. I don't understand. That's why I called. You're yeah. telling the truth. <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. Hey, look, man, great call. You're welcome to call back anytime. Appreciate you listening. I will. When I continue to listen, thank you. Thank you. All right, man. That was an interesting call there. You know, it's funny how you can kind of go the long way around to get back to the middle and and agree on something. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. Y'all have been calling, calling, calling. Phone lines are back open, 601-879-0002. Guns and Gear text line is jammed up. Keep them coming, 769-241-1944. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Guys, this segment is going to be brought to you by I Buy Cars. Me, ClayBuysCars.com, ClayBuysCars.com. My contact information is there. Shoot it, shoot me an email or give me a call or a text, and let's discuss your vehicle that you want to sell. I'm going to get you linked up with my folks. They're going to write you a check, and boom, it's just that easy. We're going to buy your car from you today. Before you go trade it in, anything like that, give us an opportunity to make you an offer on it. Before you start dealing with a bunch of Craigslist crazies or marketplace maniacs or counterfeit check writers, let a legitimate local business write you a check today for your vehicle, paying fair market value. It is a good time to be a seller. (laughs) It is a good time to be a seller, but you may want to do it quick because the market could change at any minute. So check me out online, claybuyscars.com, and we'll go from there, claybuyscars.com.
All right. Man, you guys have been on fire on the Guns and Gear text line this morning. That last caller got y'all rolling as well. Phone line is open, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Real quick, business owners, I know I mentioned about advertising. The phone line sponsorship is available. You will get your business mentioned as much as Guns and Gear does if you sponsor that phone line. It's probably the most bang for the buck outside the Guns and Gear text line package that I have. Shoot me an email or a text and let's discuss. Clay at WYAB.com. Zach says, I like, I like a good long text. Thank you, Zach. He's talking about when the Israelites were between Egypt and the promised land. God did tell them to destroy everything. It is because of the false gods they were following and the wickedness they committed because of their gods. Like Malak and Baal, having orgies in the streets, sacrificing their children in fire for these gods. The story of Lot with Sodom and Gomorrah. The townspeople were about to break down Lot's doors. It's getting a little deep for me, brother, but I do appreciate the effort there. Uh, but a lot of biblical words in there that I, that I don't know if they translate well out of my mouth. Uh, Reagankin says, murder is wrong, not killing, no conflict at all. Thou shalt not kill means thou shalt not murder. Very simple. God explains this later when he speaks of those rushing to shed innocent blood. God also gives us a thousand instances of, where taking the lives of of the guilty is acceptable. Our attachment to Israel is biblical. As a Christian-born nation, we believed the Bible and adopted Israel. God is clear regardless of Israel's behavior. Let me ask this, though, and I, I'm not being facetious or nothing here. I'm just uh, being me and just asking the simple questions. But what about Christians? You know, we're having, you know, for some reason, it's America's job to run to save Israel because the Bible says so. But we're not operating this country like the Bible says. We're not treating Christians like the Bible says. We're, we're having to treat others before ourselves. I'm, I'm beginning to grow an issue with that. I don't think the Bible says America has to do anything for Israel. But we act like it does. We act like the Bible suddenly matters when we got to defend Israel. But in no other time does it matter. And, you know, I'm just so, I'm just so dumb GED having redneck. You know, maybe this is a little more complex than I'm meant to understand. But you're going to have to make it make sense to me at some point why the Bible matters when it comes to Israel. And somehow that's America's job. But we're not allowed to insert religion into nothing else America does. Continuing with these texts on the Guns and Gear text line. With this caller, oh, here we go. It all leads to slavery as always. He needs reparations. I don't think that's what's the point of that call. I, I, I enjoyed that call. Uh, Lost Sheep says, big difference between Old Testament and New Testament. (laughs) Let's see here. Nothing shocks me anymore, but this is extreme. 
The nation was created as a Christian nation. The Muslim holy book has no place in this nation. Failure theater. Republicans join with Democrats to to scuttle impeachment of Mayorkas. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's bill to impeach Mayorkas got shot down with eight Republicans joining in to do it. And trust me, I was searching the name of those Republicans to make sure none of our Mississippians were on it. And uh, I, I've been hearing Michael Guest commercials on the show here lately. Michael Guest knows where his dollars are best spent. Thank you. Um, unknown texture. Muslim religion commands them to kill anyone who refuses to convert to Islam. There is no coexisting with with the true followers of the Quran. Thank you, Josh. I'm going to lock you in. Anonymous says on the Guns and Gear text line, God is the only side we should be on. Anything else will result in condemnation from God. When it comes to something like what is going on, you cannot pick a side. In that end, end of discussion, that's the cold hard truth whether anyone wants to agree or not. If Christians, and yes, that includes American Christians, whose country was founded on freedom of religion, but by religion. They meant belief in God and believe in God does not include hate, murder of people, just because they are Christians, which is called persecution in the Bible, or war started only because you hate someone. Yeah, I, I, I would tell you, I would love to sit down with some theologians, people just way, way, way more versed in the Bible than me. Which that's that can, you can about throw a rock and hit hit anybody. Uh, I, admittingly, I'm not the most well-read person when it comes to the Bible. I know my I know the do's and don'ts. I know I know what a sin is, and I know I have a relationship with God. And I, something tells me that's probably about ninety percent of Christians out there. You know, they use the expression uh, "sidewalk fans" in college football. You know, like they didn't actually like Alabama fans, for example. A lot of them they have have a lot of sidewalk fans. They just went to Walmart and got the Alabama shirt, and now it's roll tide. I think there's a lot of Christians out there like that too. We're kind of sidewalk Christians. We 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 claim to be Christians, but we're really just kind of picking a team, and we're not as involved as we should be. And unfortunately, a lot of the times I find myself in in that camp, kind of a sidewalk Christian. And I know that's something I need to get better at. Tim says. He will be there about 9.45. I think that may have been meant for somebody else there. I'm not quite sure what's going on there. All right. So, oh, I see, I know what he's saying. I'm sorry. Tim was suggesting Jameson Haygood going to be here about 9.45, and he knows it all. And he means that as a compliment. That's not a shot by any stretch. Yeah, I do need to sit down with Jameson one day and run through some of these conversations. Me and Jameson need to do a show together. Again, here soon. Let's take a break. Come back. Oh, real quick. Shane says PragerU has several fantastic videos on their YouTube channel explaining the entire Israel Palestine conflict. I watched a little bit on YouTube, not from them, but just when this first started off, because I wanted to have a little bit better idea, uh, kind of what I was talking about. And I highly recommend anybody that's 
before you just believe the mainstream media narrative of right versus left, what side you're supposed to be on, go watch some of these videos and uh, just at least so you have an idea of kind of what you're leaning into. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Land the plane here for the day. Just remind everybody, check out Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's tonight. If you're in the mood for pizza, open from 4 p.m. to midnight. Right there at Phantom Mart on the res. Pizza, pasta, daiquiris. It's all available for delivery, dine-in, or even to-go. That's right. You can take your daiquiris with you and have them delivered. Nine different frozen daiquiris on tap. Twelve different specialty pizzas. Or, of course, you can just build your own pie. Try the pasta, too. Chip swears they got the best meatballs in the area. That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiris, located in Flowood at Phantom Mart, right there in front of the bowling alley. All right, man, let's close out with a couple of your text messages here. Oh, let's see here. It would help if I'd had the right text app pulled up. Let's see here. Reagan can, all right, kind of long-winded there. Reagan, can I reply to you privately? Says, um, unknown texture, I like this. Religion in America is like everything else, fast food. And the Bible is unfortunately easy and most often misrepresented, misinterpreted, so discerning, and the Bible has to be a God and you thing. I could not agree more about the God and you thing. Hey, guys, I really enjoyed today's show. We dug off into some deeper stuff than I normally do. Uh, Americans for Prosperity is next. I'll be back with tomorrow with Sean. Peace. completely screwed up the landing there. I will be back tomorrow with Sean Yorkeron here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Thank you guys for checking out, checking out this podcast. I couldn't let that go. I was like, I lost, I had a brain fart right there and just had to correct that. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Peace.